Are you the kind of person who thinks it's okay to use a handicapped toilet if it's free? Well, if you are, then you're in good company. Today we'll be sharing stories from our past, playing some games, and even performing a live sketch or two. Let's help you unload your disgusting dishwasher, grab your knitting needles, a blanket, because it's time for three old friends to sit around and sew a new patch into their quilt of friendship. So join me, Dion, under the covers with Christian. Welcome to Patchwork. And Josh. Welcome to Patchwork. Now, before we get started, guys, as always, we start with something before we get started. (laughs) Very recently, I was at Josh Porter's house. Josh is one of the hosts on Welcome to Patchwork, and he's sitting to my left. Josh, I was at your house, and I was in the kitchen. I noticed just above the speakers in your kitchen was sitting a kind of, it looked like a reed diffuser or ornamental... An alien pod. (laughs) Yeah, it did look like a bit of like an alien pod. And then I realized that that was the Google Home that you had oh, recently wow. purchased. Got it for Chrissy. Now, I want to make it known before you both lay into me <laughs> that I went on the record with both of you saying that I thought that the Google Home and the Google Home Mini Down that you yes. acquired yes. were both ridiculous purchases. Good. Okay. I was walking past this alien contraption and I thought to myself, I want to speak to this alien. I want to be the first to communicate. First contact. <laughs> I know because of the great ads that are around, you have to speak to it. Okay, Google. You can also say, hey, Google. Or, hey, Google. Yeah. So, yep, my phone's just gone off. Thank so. you. <laughs> so, so, I did speak to it. Okay, Google, play me some jazz music. And almost immediately, it said, playing you some jazz from YouTube. And it played just perfect jazz to set the scene great. for the kitchen. Really? It did its job Perfectly. So I want to apologise to both of you. Oh, that's very kind of you. Have you tried anything? Have you have you asked her to do anything else? Uh, well, considering I did go out and buy it immediately, <laughs> really. Yes. And how's that gone for you? Uh, horribly. <gasps> My internet's not fast enough at home. What do you so mean now, it's not fast enough? It's not fast enough. I speak to Google and I say, "Okay, Google," and then it loads. For- but no. you don't you don't need internet for Google Home, no, do you? Talk <laughs> talk to it normally. I do Don't s- treat it like a computer. No, I do. I'm like, okay, Google, uh, play me some this. And it takes 30 seconds and then it says there's been a glitch. Oh. What, my question to you two is, what is the purpose of the Google Home? Why did I feel so compelled to buy it because of the fact that it was able to play it's, me some music in the kitchen? A, it's probably a fear of missing out. It's probably a lack of friends as well, Christian. Um, <laughs> but, but the thing is, is that with these things, I wonder, like the voice on Google Home is so annoying. Have you ever heard of voice? Yeah, it's just like I ask it because I've got it set up to switch off my lights. I'm like, okay, Google, um, turn off my lights. And okay, I'll turn off your lights now. Thank you so much, Dion. (laughs) And I'm like, just shut the fuck up and just turn off my lights. I don't need you. I don't need feedback. But your issue is it with like the accent of the voice. It's that it talks too much. It talks way too much. It's such a needy device. Yeah. (laughs) I just don't need it to talk. That I want it to. T- I want it to do stuff. You want it just. You say it goes. No problem. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like it's like if you had a butler. If you had a butler in your. Do butlers even exist? But if you had a butler in your house and you said, "Hey, butler, can you?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, butler. He only responds to those two okay, commands. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Alfred. <laughs> um, so you say, "Okay, butler, um, make me a sandwich." No worries, Dion. I'll make you a sandwich. No, no. This is how I want it to work. I want to say. Okay, butler, make me a sandwich. And then it just goes and makes you a fucking sandwich. <laughs> it, it, it goes. It, 
I can't I can't even imagine you having a butler. But apparently, <laughs> but so apparently disrespectful. Alexa, which is the Amazon equivalent to Google, it talks a lot less, and you can actually set it so it shuts the fuck up when you <laughs> no, ask it to do something. But it's also about it acknowledging that it's received the right command and it's doing the right thing. That's true, but there's got to be a better... I, all the pleasantries and stuff, just fuck off with your but, pleasantries. But just do it, what I tell you. I don't... And it goes back to Christian's point. I'm sick of being pleasant to people. I don't need to be pleasant to machines. <laughs> I don't need them to be pleasant back to me. It's awful. It's so easy to cut it out of the Google Home. Just cut the fucking thing out. I don't mind it. Mate, it's like having a little little buddy in the kitchen uh, with you. So Josh well, has fallen for it. Of course. Fallen? But they do label it as... Your new personal assistant. Yeah. It's good. No, if I, because it, for me, it's just convenience. And one of my main reasons is so I don't have to get the 3.5 mil cable and plug it into my phone yep. every time I want to listen Isn't to music. Isn't it nuts how lazy we are? Though? Yeah. The other thing that is crazy is that this thing, I think, is listening to everything that's happening in any room that's in. Why do we not give a shit about that? Because we've already, like, you can't draw the line at this machine you've got in your room that you've bought for yourself because everything's listening to everything. Everything that you've ever put on the internet is there. So it doesn't matter. After a point in time, I just said, well, it's all there. I've got no issue with the man knowing my personal details because I've got nothing to hide. So you're, you're, you're very much, I've got nothing to hide, so no problem. A horrible attitude. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Don't shocking. disagree with that. Don't disagree because they can... But all, all this technology, you're paying... That's the price you're paying for the convenience. You're like, if you want everything to sync and like your calendar knows this and your email knows that and everything's yep. talking to everything and all across it, you're paying for the convenience with them having that data. Yep. Coming from someone that does have a lot to hide, Josh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was, um, so I showed you guys before that if you go to history.google.com, you can listen to a recording of all of the times that you've asked Google to do something. And yeah. it's pretty kind of frightening that it's all used and it's just, mm. I don't know. It's pretty well, I guess up. there's faith in the companies that they're using it for the right reason. So the idea of like it's training it to know you better and help you out as opposed to other people yeah, using but it. Yeah, but it's like an advertising company as well, so that, yeah. that faith just plummets, I feel. I'm always petrified by the thought that all of these things are stored somewhere. Like they, mm. like the, the idea of the cloud, it's something. It's not just... A lot of people imagine yeah, no. that your internet just goes into the sky and it's just hovering around there, yeah. but it's a physical place where your yeah. files are stored. The person who is replacing all of like the storage to increase capacity... It must be so busy. That's got to be the that's got to be the busiest job on earth. One guy. What do you think? What do you think of that, Josh? What do you think of that? What do you think of yeah, that? Yeah, there's concept? one guy that goes to the server farm and adds more stuff. The in. server farm. Yeah, that's what it's they call. You're kidding. They call farm. <laughs> they have irrigation <laughs> and troughs. Oh, big harvest of information this yeah. season. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> have you fertilised the hard drives today? There's <laughs> just chickens everywhere. <laughs> Why are the chickens here? I don't know. I thought it was a farm. <laughs> Normal farm. Hey Google, why are there chickens here? <laughs> imagine, imagine if they had the hard drives dropping eggs. It's <laughs> a, a little straw. They're USBs. <laughs> so yesterday was the recovery day for my sister's wedding. Congratulations, Christian. Thank you, well Josh. Done. How's the recovery gone? Oh, very well. I'm oh. feeling relaxed. That's good. What, uh, do you, what do you do on a recovery day? Or is this something you'd like uh, to... You actually don't recover at all, apparently. You are just hectic the entire time, supplying food for ungrateful family. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. When I asked you before, what do you do in recovery? You said, I was just carrying chairs all day. And yeah, I... but, but at this recovery day, something happened and it really, it really got to me. And I realized when I saw this one thing that it is a indicator of whether you're an adult or not. Mm. 
Now, there were only adults at this recovery day, so a child did not do this thing. Well, the kids weren't getting wasted at the weddings, <laughs> presumably. Yeah. <laughs> well, you never know. All their thumbs were sore from the iPads. <laughs> but I walked into the toilet and I saw an empty toilet roll on the floor. Oh. On the that, floor? On the floor. Surely. And, and, then, and then another toilet roll. Placed on the so the new one had dispenser. been inserted. The new one had been okay. inserted, That's but good. the empty toilet roll left on the floor. That is the work of someone who is not an adult. <laughs> it is a child in an yeah. adult's body. <laughs> yeah. What I you d- ne- what you no 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 Dion no yeah don't ha- <laughs> don't half agree with me here. This is full agreement from both of you. Do not. Do you know? No, don't. So, so for people who, I'm with Christian, absolutely. It's really not difficult. See, it's it's no, people like you. No, what? Wait a second. Wait, Were you Dion? at the recovery? Were you, Dion? No, you need more. I need more context. So I need There's, to know. No, I don't need to give you context. No, but was there okay? a bin? Was there a bin in there? It doesn't matter. This is the point that I'm making. It's people like you who go, well, if there's no bin, I may as well just leave it on the floor for someone else to clean up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I understand that from that perspective. But no, but for me, if... if First of all, the first thing that comes into my mind is that you should be able to flush the toilet roll down the toilet. That's yeah, the first thing. That's what I'm imagining you doing, Dion. <laughs> Just pressing it. It's not going down. Let's get that out of the way. Um, yeah, it's not taking responsibility, right? Was there? And I yeah. guess it's when you walk in and there's urine all over the toilet seat. Never get that. Don't never get You've that. never experienced as in, that? No, as in I don't get it. I don't oh, understand yeah. why it's so freaking difficult. But that's because, Josh, you and I are... I'm a sitter. We're sitters. Yeah, big time sitter. Are you a sitter as Wait, well? Are you a sitter all the time? I'm. I am, and I like to say. I like to say just to 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 salvage a little bit of my masculinity. Ninety nine percent of the time, <laughs> I'm a sitter. Do you reckon there are any women that are standers? <laughs> <laughs> They're the unique ones. Um, how long have you been sitting? Why? Why? I, what? I tell you why for me because it's way less thought. I don't have to worry about anything. I just yep. sit there, hands off. It goes where it goes. It's all in the bowl. I don't have to think about where I'm aiming or anything like that. And tell me that doesn't also couple with the fact that you'll use your phone on the toilet. Oh, yeah. Great place to check your emails, your texts. Yeah. Emails? Emails? That was weird. Do you go in and check your emails on the toilet? Oh, sorry. I have a stable job. <laughs> Unlike the other two co-hosts um, of this podcast, but I don't, I don't understand. When did you start? Did you start standing up? Did you start urinating standing up, and then you decided to sit yeah. down? Like when was the, when was the transition? I think point? it was I saw enough piss on seats and floors <laughs> yeah. that I went, I don't want to be part of this problem. Yeah, I want to get away from but this. But by but by introducing a the thought of sitting down, that means you have to ensure the toilet seat is clean as yeah, well, I which got, is a drag in itself. I got over that many years ago where even in public places like I used to kind of you know you put the little sheets out over no. it don't do it don't yeah. bother anymore you don't I've, clean I've it. never got sick or ill from any of that yep. shit do you yep. cl- yeah but you got someone else's urine oh, on your ass though haven't if you there's, if there's piss on it I'll wipe that off but I, I'm not like fanatic about it. You Christian? Yeah, totally. With with Josh, I used to just, put just, the little squares down, yeah. and I hated the sensation of going to wipe, and then one of the squares would kind of Flip attach to my bottom. Yeah. And I go, "What is going on?" But I now? think that that's the problem with women's toilets, to my understanding. Like we used to, <laughs> we because I used to run the camps, uh, the orientation camps at uni, and without a doubt, the female toilets were so much grosser at the so end of the camp than the men's. What? Hundred percent. So and I Why? think what I've heard is that a lot of women they don't want to sit on the seat, and oh. please. Please email in and let us know. They hover over the top. Yeah, like a drone. drone. (laughs) Oh my God, a drone strike. (laughs) It's very indiscriminate. Just goes everywhere. Um, Yeah, and and it just... (laughs) 
so much collateral yeah, damage. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, it's, that's a lot less accurate than necessarily a man who's got a bit of a hose that he can aim. Um, but what I wanted to ask you guys, when you go... When you go to a music festival, though, are you, you must you must feel so untrained because you have to go to a stand-up urinal and do you feel it must make you feel really uncomfortable. A big reason I don't pee in public, <laughs> that sounded weird, <laughs> no one should pee in public. The big reason I don't uh, stand up is I get very pee shy and yeah, I just really? can't, I find it very difficult if there's guys around. Why? Can we, can we because my whole deeper? life I've been pissing by myself in a single room. <laughs> yeah. That's why. Yeah. It's not till you get to a certain age, you go, hey, by the way, just start doing with everyone around you yeah, all the time. That goes back to that thing about people being able to sleep anywhere, like people able to sleep on a bus. How do you do that? 99% <laughs> of the time, you're in, you're, your, you're in your room yeah. with earplugs and a mask, in my case, <laughs> with your stupid Venetian vines letting heaps of light in. But even when you go in with a friend and you side up next to each other at the urinal. Forget it. No like, chance for me. Oh, so you've never. Right, so just nah. maintaining eye contact, like just making sure under no circumstances do you look down drop. at that other person's cock. Yeah, absolutely. You I've, just can't do it. Well, I was at the urinals at the Falls Festival, which I work at every year down in Marion Bay in Tassie, and it's very much a, a younger younger person's festival. Like it skewed yeah. a bit younger, so I, I um, work down there. Um, but we had New Year's Eve off, and I was at the urinals at one point, and as I'd, I'd been drinking, so I was fine to pee, and I in the distance uh, I heard an ambulance. I was going, wee. Oh, that's how ambulances and then go. The young, cool, <laughs> hip kids having a great party were going like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Singing along to the ambulance. They were having a great party to the ambulance oh, sound. That's not what you do as an adult, it's by nuts. the way. No way. That is not an adult no. thing to do. You know what? Someone's sick in that ambulance. Yeah. They wouldn't appreciate hearing you chant them Someone's along. Someone's drunk too much on their first time at a music festival and they're feeling hell. Do you feel weird, like on the, on the topic of music and music festivals? Um, do you feel out of place there, Josh? And like, can you go to clubs and music festivals without feeling like you're too old for them? It depends. I certainly notice it falls that the staff and the people I hang around with, like, we're very similar because we're all a bit older, and the punters, they're just that bit younger that. I'm like, I have nothing in common with these people. Mm. And then some of the late night music comes on and I'm like, I think this is dreadful. I hate yeah. this. You know? And I was like, I don't think it's bad. I just don't, I don't enjoy it. So I'm moving on. And I've just noticed that as the years go by. But is it because we're slowly in that transitional period of losing touch with what kids are doing now? I was at a, I was having breakfast the other day and I ordered my breakfast and the guy said, do you want a smoothie? And I was like, yeah, that sounds great. And he said, yeah, yeah, that's, that's awesome. They're, they're so, they're so extra. And I was like, oh, what? what? I was like, what? He said, oh, they're, they're so extra. And then apparently... As you said, how much extra? <laughs> are, you, are you sure he didn't say, that's the soy extra? No, like, no, no. Soy's no. extra? <laughs> no, apparently extra is a thing that kids yeah. are saying now. It's like cool. It's like, that's so extra. Yeah, what? it means it's cool. Oh, you're going to hate this so much, Christian. It's dreadful. It's kind of like, what are you doing? What do you, what, what'd you do on the weekend? Oh, I went and partied. Oh, that's so extra. That's new. And we're losing touch with that stuff. Don't we sound so old right now? I don't care, though. I don't care Great. about losing no, touch with that. No, you must. You have to. You no, have I to, don't. No, because you do. Because when, when I used to work in London, there was I remember I was coordinating a guy to take a shift that I was working at. And I, and I messaged him. I said, hey, mate, are you still good for that nine to five uh, swap shift? And he said, yeah, man, safe. <laughs> no, okay, that's all right. So that was past you then. Yeah, man, safe. <laughs> what about true? What, what did I just round the base? <laughs> Just say, but that's is I that can. an English I, thing or I, a youthful I thing? I had to respond again and say, So is that a yes? <laughs> Are you taking my oh, shift? So you really had no idea what he was saying? Not a single clue. Christ. Yeah, I know. 
It's ridiculous. But it depends where you go. And it's like, I've noticed this shift in my life that as I've got older, you don't really notice you're leaving the past behind. But just the things I do and the places I tend to go and my friends, it just slowly migrates over time. Where I notice that I am leaving the past behind is attending music concerts, like you were saying before, Dion, Mm. and, and clubs. I used to go to so many gigs as a teenage, late teenager, early yep. 20-something. And now I am I can be honest. With, and I also used to purchase a T-shirt at every gig, by the way. Every single gig? Every single wow. gig I went to, I'd purchase it. I've got about, I don't know, like 40, 50 t- like, Jesus. T-shirts. Wow. Sometimes I couldn't, but I'd make a point to always purchase a T-shirt. I always thought those people were idiots, by the way. Yeah. I always yeah. thought oh. those people who purchased merch were idiots. Nah, that's nah. okay. But I had a memento. I had for, if it was a show you really like, I would buy one every fucking show. That's weird. Did you it try them weird. on or did you just back your... I guess you were so variable in your yeah. weight that you had to just <laughs> randomize the size. Extra large is always safe for me. <laughs> really? Because so I'd be able to wear it at some point in the future. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're planning for the future. Yeah. Um, but, but now I'm honest with myself and I can say... I don't want to go to that many gigs anymore because I enjoy listening to the music more when it's coming through my headphones in my bedroom. Yeah, that's so, that's so interesting. Yeah, and it's 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 annoying going to music festivals or going to performances and people out with their phones and recording yeah. stuff. Oh, that was really yeah. funny. Isn't it out of so control though? At like- Falls, it was really hilarious. Where I think it was Flume or it was a few acts, a few of the big acts where they'd play one of their biggest songs. And as the chorus is about to come, like 50 phones go up, the chorus is sung and they all go down again. Everybody lift your phones to the sky. (laughs) Um, What was Flume like? Did he play a live set? Yeah, well, he's meant to, but he was the only artist who requested a closed stage, which means there's no one side of stage. There's no one on the viewing platform above the stage. No one at all. It was just him. And the other thing that he required was that he get dropped off by the stairs at the side of the stage and during his whole performance, the vehicle couldn't leave the sight of his manager. And then as soon as he finished, back in the car and off-site. Christian, what do you think of that? Do you think that he would have played a live set? I just think that hearing that, it makes me want to go, no, I don't want to listen to his music anymore. Yeah, yeah. so That's true. That's it. Sorry, yeah. Flume. You, I gave you... It's like when I found out someone told me that Chet Faker was a bit of an asshole, And I go, <laughs> yeah, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't that much of a fan of you to begin with. So... I'm happy to just not listen to your music anymore because I'd rather hear that a band of really great people, passionate about music, and give back to their well, fans. Want, surely you want to do a live gig. Like, that's fun for you to do as an artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, who, I don't care that you're tired from traveling the world, mate. Just fucking play a live or set. Or don't do the gig. Do you, know yeah. what, do you know what I love? Like, you think that Flume might be a bit of a dick and not play these live gigs. Yeah. Christian, you hate Chet Faker. I listen whoa, to. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> In case he's listening. <laughs> I don't hate Chet Faker. But anyway, my point is is that I like listening to Wagner and he was a Nazi <laughs> and I still listen to him. <laughs> Another thing that struck me recently over summer that made me realise I don't think I would have done this 10 years ago was I was walking along a tram stop. I wasn't going to stop there, but I was walking along the tram stop and the, there was a tram coming and there was one behind it as well. And he was sort of coming up the hill and I just gave him... A, as like limited as you, I just little look and shake of the head and we go, just like no. Nah. And, oh. and he and he dung at me and rode on by. Oh, the next really? tram comes along. Same same again. Dung. <laughs> Not a same ding again. a dung. Yeah, the dung, past tense dung. of a dig. He dig. <laughs> and the second tram came along and then same thing again. I could see him. Same I just, guy. <laughs> and I just looked at him. 
Just a slight shake of the head, wave of the hand. Can I, don't can I describe tram. to people listening that Josh is doing the I'll stay for blackjack? Yeah, yes, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's absolutely what it is. It's a really minimum hand motion of like, that's no. it. That's fine. And then no he problem. again dinged me again <gasps> and off he went. So they Thank really appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, because it's like, we don't need to slow down because this guy, it always says you need to hail the tram, doesn't it? Yeah. I have very, very good chemistry with a lollipop man <laughs> who does the best, he, he does the best thank you I've ever seen. He lets the kids cross. This is going to, sorry, <laughs> this is a big setup. The best thank you Dion's it's, ever seen. I have no idea what this is going to be. It's just so genuine and minimalist. But so he, so I'll stop. I'll wait. For You're his, in the car. I'm in the car. Okay. I'll, he'll he'll let the kids from the local school cross the road, and he'll just give me this one finger up, and he's like, "I just feel so appreciated." <laughs> but yeah, I do that with um, construction workers as well when they're changing from slow to stop. There's always the nod or the, the on their steering wheel the finger up. I love the finger up, and they give the nod back. Um, really? And, they, and then I realised they're doing that all day. Like every yeah. single car that comes past, they're like, thank you. Yeah, I always wonder whether my relationship with them is the special <laughs> one. Like when, when Josh and I went to Meredith, we made friends with the guy at the, the, guy at the intersection, the lollipop man there. Oh. And there were so many thousands of cars. And I was like, I wonder whether he's just made friends with every single person that's driven past because he really got along with us. He did. It was his first one and he's loving it. Mm. Do you think that automation will take over the role of lollipop, either lollipop people or those people that have the slow down? Signs. I think those people who it's have the strange job, sign. isn't it? It's so strange. I also think that women are doing it much more, and there's much more attractive women that are, that are, <laughs> that are doing the slow down signs. It uh, must be like a they're either, they're either it's getting a recruitment <laughs> strategy because <laughs> people weren't paying attention to the big fat blokes. Yeah. <laughs> but that's their job, just to stand there all day. Holding yeah. that thing. But what sort of training do you think goes into that? Honestly, do you think it's no like training. a two-week thing? It's like, hey, mate, here's the sign. When we yell at you to flick it over, flick it over. And how much nah. do you think they get paid? I reckon it's like 45 an hour or nah. something insane. Really? Yeah. yeah. Why? Because there's a danger element? Sun? Josh is right. It is an insane amount of money oh, that they no. get paid per hour. Because garbage people, apparently, they get paid good money. But that's fine because no one wants to do that. Yeah, but but like I feel like I would do it for a year if it paid $150,000. Go on, mate. Money where your mouth is. Would you do it, Christian? Yes. Put your garbage where your mouth is. For 150. <laughs> you're out. You're outdoors. You're moving. You're lifting. You're wow. keeping fit. Christian's really been able to encapsulate what that job <laughs> involves. You're losing your sense of smell. Your, your hands <laughs> hang on, are dirty. Hang on. So you think that rubbish <laughs> singes your sense of smell? Apparently it does. No, to be what? honest, uh, to be honest, I think your sense of smell becomes more acute. If anything, to rubbish, maybe. <laughs> Perhaps. At yeah, least, maybe at this least, kind of rubbish that's coming you know, out of what? your mouth. You could, Chris, rather... you can smell a dirty diaper from 50 meters away. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather a garbage man be at my house and I can go, oh, does anyone think this milk is, is off? And he goes, yes, it is. Mate, you got a couple more days on that one. Uh, but you, you would do it, Dion? Uh, you would be a garbage man? I think you'd get good exercise out of it. You'd work very limited hours as well. There's no way you could be a garbage man. There is no shocking. way you could be a garbage the man. The tech could be interesting. Okay, garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for Oh Wow of the Week. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Lego produces more tyres than anyone else in the world. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Recently, I won a competition I didn't enter. Oh, congratulations. How strange. Thank you so much. <laughs> what I do you mean you didn't enter it? I got an How e- did you win? I, Josh, I'll tell you if you stop <laughs> interrupting me. <laughs> Christian, I need to know first. Start from the beginning. What did you win first? Tell us what you won. I won. What eight- kind of competition was it? <laughs> 
I won $850 worth of cat food. What? Correct. What a great prize. Do you have any cats? I've got two cats. That's You're wow. allergic to that's, both of them, yeah. Josh. That's lucky you won that, isn't it? What are it? their yeah. names again, Christian, for the listeners? Chicho. Yep. And Phoenix. Phoenix, that's right. And they're okay. both dreadful. <laughs> anyway, I won $850 worth of cat food. All, all I did to enter this competition was recently purchase some food off this wow. online website called Pet Barn. Pet Barn sent me an email out of the blue. I checked it and it said, congratulations, you've won a, a competition that you didn't even enter. You have won $850 worth That's of great. cat food. Extraordinary. It didn't stop there though. I made this incredibly large purchase of cat food in the following week. They sent me an email back after I'd made that purchase saying, hey, some of the stuff that you ordered isn't in stock. So... I said to myself, well, I wonder whether they're going to refund me the points. The big email chain came afterwards between that I was able to read between their internal staff being like, hey, guys, this is a competition winner. Make sure that you uh, refund him. him. Right. Yeah, <laughs> make sure you refund him his points, all of this. And I was like, this is some of the best customer service I've ever received from a company. That's why I'm going to make it my mission to have Pet Barn as the first sponsor of <laughs> Welcome to Patchwork. What a great idea. Um, Christian, Is this this is Roybus-esque. Mm. In it, in it, like, and and you, if you manage to get them on as a sponsor, yeah. you get a lot of leaves coming your way. <laughs> not just pet, not just cat food, a lot of leaves. Oh, you know what? I'm looking forward to having Pet Barn on as our first what? official sponsor. Christian, you know what would be great? It'd be great if you emailed Pet Barn and said, "Hey, Pet Barn, we just <laughs> wanted to let you know that you have been selected as a sponsor of a podcast. Welcome <laughs> to Patrick and see how you go with it." <laughs> the only competition I can remember winning, which I really think it's the only one i've ever won i think it was when I, as a teenager and it was on the uh big pond they're like gaming website it was called game arena this is probably like early 2000s kind of thing and there was a guitar hero competition and it was a game of skill mm. where you had to rework the lyrics of the guns and roses song sweet child of mine i didn't win it but i was like one runner up so the prize i got was a bunch of um rock cds that i never took out of the plastic because I had no interest in any of the music at all. A full tank of rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. V8 um, supercar hits. And I think it was something like, um, you know, Sweet Child of Mine was like the chorus. It was like, Melbourne police got a file on me that I want to wipe from my memory. They caught me streaking across the MCG. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Jeez. you definitely came second. Um, <laughs> the most recent competition I can think of was when I was in year two. And I entered a competition, I think it was for um, like uh, some sort of composting, Clean Up Australia, something like that. And it required you to come up with a uh, like a sentence, 25 words or less. And I won it and I ended up saying it at school. But it's so interesting, like at a... At a, at a um, assembly. At an assembly, yeah. But it's so interesting how I remember it. It was like 20 years ago and I remember it. So, that, that, so it was, we must save our waterways because if we don't, Plants and animals will die and our drinking water will be polluted. And that was it. And I said it at the thing. But, the interesting- but that wasn't to the theme of Guns and Roses at all. <laughs> <laughs> but the interesting thing about it is that I was really proud of it. My parents were really proud of it. My brother came up with the whole thing and I oh. did not write it at all. Oh, you were one of those kids. You cheated in the competition. I don't remember what I got though. I think I got like a compost bin or it was like pet food or something. That's all you deserved. <laughs> Rubbish. Because I always think that I like the idea of entering a competition. I'm like someone has to win it, 
And the fact that I don't enter many and I don't win many, but I'm like, someone has to win it. Why couldn't it be me? Yeah. yeah. When I have quality entries, like we've already heard. That's what you think, Josh. But I became quite sceptical about competitions when I was working at a liquor store when I was 18 because we used to have giveaways at the liquor store. So you would put your entries in and you might win a big esky or a wheelbarrow or something like that with a particular beer brand on the side of it. And we used to always open up the entries box and just pick the one that our friend put in and give it to them. Oh, wow. That was it. That's what I think as well. Like some of the things I'm like, I guess I reckon it's an inside job every time. Yep. Head office would have absolutely so no why, idea. Why are they letting the guy on the front line pick it out? Because that's how the comp. Because all they want to so do dumb. is just gather people's information. Yeah, yeah. it's all an information they gathering exercise. They should get in so much trouble for that. But I don't know how they'd get into trouble. What, like, I guess there are laws governing that sort of against stuff against competitions and stuff. It's horrible. What a horrible thing to do. And you are complicit with it as well, Christian. The thing that I used to love about competitions, I like, remember the old like Mars Bar One in Six and those yeah, ones. Yeah, what a great competition. The old, you don't have that yep. anymore. It used to be literally instant win. You yep. peel the wrapper, yeah. you open the bottle, yep. there yeah. it is. You don't do it anymore. It's so. Yeah, go to the website. Or download the download app. The app. Oh, hell. How annoying is downloading the app? On the ice cream stick. Eat the oh, ice cream. Yes. Yeah. Check the stick. You're a winner. Yeah, you put the three together and it makes a little picture. We used to keep them above our fridge. You'd always so every time you'd finish a paddle pop, you'd go above the fridge, get oh. all the other sticks down, see if you matched anything or what you got. It's great. I used to love the McDonald's Monopoly competition. That was my favorite. Yeah, it was I just amazing. think that, that was a flawless. So what did you collect? Did you collect the houses or were you like only for the instant wins? Uh, we did both. We had the board. We had the board at home. Like this, because it was the place. It's the placemat, wasn't it? They got us so good because they because they not only encouraged the parents but the children to be involved, and it became they gamified it yeah. early. Yeah, and the parents would just be at the whim of their children, saying, "I need Mayfair more, more <laughs> chips, oh, more so this, weird. more that." There must be some sort of selling of those kind of houses on eBay, you'd think. Don't you reckon? For the for the I, ones that's like, oh, I need that well, one for I the car. I saw a thing on Reddit that was like, there, it all came out in like the 2000s that it was completely rigged and the people like in the factories who were like sticking them on and stuff were just taking uh, the ones you need. So, it was what? all already done before you even got there, that the is, big major prizes. What? Yeah, like the factory workers who would stick, they just took... Really? The, the properties, yeah. So, they never actually went out into the public anyway. Oh, that's that's honestly like learning Santa Claus isn't real. Yeah, but that's exactly what you were doing, Christian. So, <laughs> it's the exact same thing, mate. Yeah. True. Yeah, but it's different. Um, Josh, the other day... Why do you always have to do a wog voice for <laughs> That's not a wog voice. That's my idiot that's dumb a, voice. You think that's an accurate representation of what I sounded like? No, that's just my other person who I think is being an idiot well, Let's voice. do an impression of Josh. Oh, straight there, mate. Straight there, you fucking... I was in a shopping centre the other day and I needed to go to the toilet. So I went into the men's toilets and then doubled back because I saw that there was a disabled toilet. And I... Outside of the men's? Outside of the men's, exactly. And it had a button and the button was for the automatic door. So I thought, okay, I'll press the button. So I pressed the button and there was someone on the toilet (gasps) who was taking a shit and they dove. Like I've never seen anyone dive before. They dove because they, it was it was them on the toilet and they dove right with their with their um, out of the wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, and they dove towards the sink. And it was the most. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. So they had it locked the door. They had it locked the door. Oh. But it was incredible because all I did was. 
I just went into the men's toilets and I didn't because I couldn't help them. What could I possibly do? But it was close the door. It's the funniest thing that's embedded in my mind of this guy diving from a toilet and and me just being this callous coward. Do you think maybe he forgot he couldn't walk? <laughs> I gotta get out of here. Oh man, it was so funny. I'll so he to... was able-bodied. Yeah, it was able. In fact, you know what? On our on Instagram, we're going to post a story of what I saw. I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to do it. It was the funniest thing. But it was just this. I felt so cowardly. Did you make but... a noise? Did you say sorry? No, there or... was there was nothing. There was literally nothing I could do. It was. Brilliant. You could close the door. That's what I would do. Oh shit! Sorry, mate. No, oh, did you close the door? No, of course not. You I left just, it open I and left. left it open. It okay, was... Google, close the door. Yeah. <laughs> Why? What? Hang on a second. This guy was in peace taking a shit. Yeah. And you've come in and opened the door on him. What could I do? The okay, door took a while t- to open. It was like a sliding yeah, electronic door. door. Am I going to stay there yeah, and go? Oh, sorry, mate. Hang on. Let me just close that for you. I was like, fuck it. By the way, really bad decision making on his behalf because your balls are much more covered if you're just sitting at the toilet. Put your hand over there. Yeah. If you're jumping up and diving, everything's no, going everywhere. No, no, no. Good decision by him because if he covers his balls and the doors open, what's his next move? What's he going to do? Oh, wait for so it to close. Do you think he's going to commando roll to the door once know. he's on the ground? I don't know how how messy the situation was. I think he'll grab the toilet roll and throw it at the button. <laughs> <laughs> James Bond it. Just, just two very bad instincts being shown there. Number one, <laughs> the man to jump to the ground because yeah. that exposes his bare bottom. Yeah. Number two, you not closing the door. That is dreadful Christian, on your part. What would you do? Come on. Close the door because I opened it. But I reckon, nah. so you're, if it's automatically nah, opening. No, nah, just open the door and then to leave. In that situation, I was like, every man for himself, bad luck. So does that mean you go around and just open all the <laughs> toilet cubicles when there are people in there? Uh, if they're not engaged? Do you look? Do you, do you do a push or do you look under the toilet if to see if there's I someone I look to there? see if it's engaged. If it's the red, I do a sl- I do a slow push so you catch the back if they're in there. So you see, yeah, g- yeah, yeah, give them a chance to push back. Yeah, Someone yeah, in here, yeah. slow yeah. push is genius. What do you say if you get caught if someone's trying to open the door on you? Are you uh, some someone's in here or I'm a I'm a busy. I just give it a busy busy. Yeah, yeah. I would never think to say busy. I'm a nope. <laughs> Try again <laughs> Not this time Well what do you say Christian? I say occupied Occupied I think that's the most polite thing really? to say so They got to open the door They go occupied so- No No no, no t- It's not I'm- a front door Oh <laughs> Oh, come in. <laughs> Actually, that is something really funny to say. So I was like, come in. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see if they do it. But I still think the onus is on your, with your thing, Dion. That guy should have locked the door. Yeah, of course he should What's should've. he doing? But do you think it's... So you do think it's okay to use a disabled toilet? Uh, yeah, I've got no problem with it at all. Yeah. No problem. Like, I think it's it's... Because it's... It's not it's not for the exclusive use yes. of people with a disability. Yeah. It's for if if they and and also It's a facilities thing. Yeah. You need to facilitate What do you think Christian? Uh originally my instinct was to say no you're wrong it is for disabled people. But then I thought again and I and I said, well, I guess the fairest thing to do is for everyone to use it because if a disabled person has to wait to use the bathroom that's not all that bad. That's normal. They're just right, like it's just like, normal. Yeah, no, because everyone has to wait. If it's full, you have to wait. What's the difference in them waiting another few minutes when they get there? They shouldn't. There shouldn't be a queue out the door though. They should have be the next person in straight away. 
But still, whenever I've used them, I still have a little bit of anxiety when I go to open that door that there's not a disabled person waiting. Totally. I'm like, I really hope there's no one out there. Also, on a side note, never seen a disabled person use a disabled toilet. Yeah, neither. (laughs) (laughs) What about a disabled parking spot, Dion? Would you use that if it was unoccupied? absolutely not use that. No, me neither. No no chance. I think the only parking restriction I have a problem with is Christian. What do you think it is? I reckon it's mothers with prams <laughs> because correct- you're a son of a bitch. And the correct answer is mothers with prams. But there's pram spots now, isn't there, at some places? Yeah, and it has just- a little picture of a baby, that's, baby that's buggy. That's what Dion doesn't respect. If he sees that picture of the baby buggy, yeah. you're parking in that spot. I'm quite happy to stand up, of course, to stand up for a pregnant mum on a, on, a, on, yep. a, on a tram, on a train, whatever. But this is kind of like, it's, it's a pram. It's got wheels. You no. just wheel it. Okay, here's... I think you probably I've, need some exercise. You've probably been no, at home all the time. I think I've solved your problem, Dion. This is what it should be. So, your issue is that they're near the front, but it's more about the width of the spot. So, you've got car, you've got room next to the car for the pram. I so, do not think that. So, they should just be at the back of the parking lot and then you'd be happy with it. Yep. 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 So, your issue is that they get a closer spot than everyone else. Yeah, I don't think they need to be closer. Yeah. You're right, Josh. They absolutely. need the width. They need the width. They need the width. Don't need to be closer. Oh, so, it's back. purely selfish. Yeah. Purely selfish. Yeah. No, don't, don't, don't think about the fact that they've just had a child. And that it's quite yeah. laborious to carry a child or to wheel them. Decision, sorry, sorry. decision. Their choice, mate. Exactly. Their choice. Oh wow! So let's punish them for that and make them park punish at the back the of the lot, Josh. <laughs> what about what about this, Christian? The person who is buying the most stuff or the biggest stuff should get the closest park. Yeah, that's good. So what you is have it, to? I reckon get, it's terrible. <laughs> so you have to go to the attendant as you're arriving and say how much you expect to yeah, purchase. Yeah, estimate. It's the big weekly shot list one. <laughs> Oh, right. just the milk today. All right, up the back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, do, do you have the requisite photo of your fridge currently? Yep, I can show you that. Yeah, that's pretty empty. Get in. Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Do you know what's really good? When you finish your fish and chips and roll your rubbish up into one neat little ball. <laughs> really, good, really good. Really good. Do you know what's really good? Barbecue meat cooked to perfection. Oh, really good. Really good. Really good. Really good. You know what's really good? When you host a party and everyone stays to help clean up. Oh, yeah, really, good. Really, good. Really, good. really good. Really good. And we love hearing your really good, so make sure you send them in on Facebook or any kind of messaging service. We do really good Fridays every fortnight. And you know what Jess Keenan thinks is really good? When you have enough hair in your ponytail so that the hair tie isn't too loose or too tight. (laughs) Really Really good. good. Really good, Jess. Really good. And you know what Andrew Totino thinks is really good? When you arrive at the movies late and they're still playing the previews. Oh, really good. Really good. Really good. Really good. You know what Sophie Y thinks is really good? When people respond, nah, it's all right, don't worry about it, to your hollow gesture of offering to do the dishes. <laughs> really good. Really, really, really good. Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork this week. It's been a pleasure having you. Uh, if you would like to find out more about Patchwork, we'd like you to log in to Facebook, navigate to Welcome to Patchwork and engage and check out some of the funny shit that we're posting. We're also on Instagram and Twitter. Josh, what did you sew into your patch this week? 
Uh, my patch this week, Dion, is Flume performing my version of Sweet Child of Mine live on stage at the Falls <laughs> Festival. <laughs> Christian, what patch did you sew this week? This week, I sewed an image of Dion's butler opening the door on him in the disabled <laughs> bathrooms. And Dion, what did you sew into the patch this week? Christian, I sewed you enrolling in a five-year Bachelor of Traffic Management specialising in cat food. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Welcome to Patchwork this week. I have been Dion. I've been Josh. And I've been Christian. Goodbye. 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 Another thing that struck me um, was a tram.